The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From the Philadelphia Eagles to the Kansas City Chiefs, a former University of Alabama standout, what's known as the Mighty Mouse, number 29, Mark McMillan! And also we have Mr. B.N.E., the man in the middle. From the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Byron Evans. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up, we some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans. He give you what he's been doing every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving. If he's pushing Phoenix, we're bringing the cutting edge. Oh, we on the mic. I appreciate everybody tuning in to another version of the Hard Hitting Radio Show. I'm your host, Mark McMillan. Obviously, you heard the intro with my man, B&E. b and is out there doing traffic control. He has his first high, what, no, like, youth game. He's at ASU Prep, so they had their first uh, game tonight. So big props to my man, B&E. Good luck to him in his first game. I know uh, we supply some water to his boys, but it's raining outside, so he probably don't even need no water. No, they need water in Arizona all the time. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need no water. <laughs> what they say? Let the I ain't even gonna go there. Yeah, don't go there. <laughs> we got a whole show. We got we got some great guests. We got boxing champ Gabe Rosado in, is in the house today. I got my man Ray Ellis. I'm sure you probably seen his grill all day on TV yesterday, hugging uh, the great late Art Modell. Um, I know, like I said, we was talking off the air. I know he signed your checks. We will get a little bit about the Cleveland Browns history, about uh, actually what he actually meant to the NFL. A lot of people, oh, yeah. just re- a lot of people just remember him for the bad stuff, but they don't well, remember well. him for all the stuff that he's actually done for the NFL. Because it wouldn't be no Monday Night Football if it wasn't for Art Modell. The, the bad stuff. The only bad thing was is he made a business decision, and you know, many times to players, we're, we're very familiar with the situation. Many times we get drafted by a team to us that becomes our favorite team and we really don't want to go play any place <laughs> else but sometimes they make a business decision and we end up someplace else You're right. and for him it was a matter for years I, I was born and raised in Ohio Max, so I know for years he wanted a new stadium, and they deserve to have a that's new r- stadium. That's r- I wanted to hit on that but a little bit. I know you was an Ohio guy. You went to Ohio State. How was that? Because a lot of guys, uh, obviously, when I was coming out, I wanted to get drafted by the Raiders because I was from L.A. And I was like, man, I want to get drafted. But how does that feel, being from Ohio, then getting drafted by your home team? Well, you know, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm, I'm going to tell the real story where it happened. You know, I, I did not get drafted. I ended up, you know, in Philadelphia and, uh, you know, and was, you know, Buddy Ryan ran me out of town. You know, Buddy told me I made more money than I'm like, I thought you coached and I played. Well, how do you know how much money I make? You that's, know, that's but, buddy. but anyway, uh, and so I was actually in, in Miami. And I was in Miami. I was thinking about signing Miami. I had already been to Indianapolis, and they had offered me a contract. But I, you know, I didn't know about Indianapolis. They wasn't winning back then, you know. So, no, no, so I, no I wanted to fly to Miami and see what was happening in Miami. And I actually got a phone call from one of our my former teammates at that time, who now was in Cleveland, Anthony Griggs. And Anthony, you know, had called my house because you know we didn't have cell phones at that time. Would wow. You what you have? Wow. Like, you had the old school answering machine. Yeah, man. There? <laughs> well, the wife was there. Answered. <laughs> Said that, hey, Anthony Griggs is trying to get a hold of you. The Cleveland Browns want you to come play for them. 
and 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 I'm like, what? They already, you know. So I went through that whole thing, but uh, they wanted me to come there and play, and so I made a decision. I get to go home and play pro football. Man, I'm gone. All I wanted was a couple extra dollars. And the Browns was winning back then too. Well, they'd only went eight and eight the year before that. That's still but winning. But that, that got them in the playoffs. Yeah, that's winning for Cleveland. Well, well no, not really because you know we're talking '86. So really '86. Oh damn, I still it, we, we just come, see, see, see. <laughs> they just come off. You know, a couple years before that, where you know. The dominant team really in the Central Division had been, believe it or not, Cincinnati Bengals. Had been to the playoff, been to the Super Bowl, lost to the 49ers. Oh, yeah, that was uh, Boomer Esiason. Yeah, that, that's Icky right. Woods. That, that's right. Icky My man Shuffle. David Fulcher. That's right. Archie Griffin, Pete yeah, Johnson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray Griffin. You know, but, but the fact of the matter was the Steelers really had a hold on that division. But the Browns now, when we came in there, you know, they had some of your favorite people, I believe, Frank Minifield, Hanford Dixon. Uh, why do you think I wore 29? Get, get, hey, getting it done, on, you know, man. with the towel and, and the dog pound. And I got a chance to be a part of man. Man, shoot, it was all over with. I, I was so happy Art said yes. <laughs> man, I was so happy, man. So that was me cheesing with him. He wasn't cheesing with me. I was cheesing with him. And, you know, big, big shout out to Ray Lewis as well uh, for, you know, I, he just never seems to amaze me every time he comes out and say something because we want to we want to be so critical on him because of the past stuff that happens. Obviously, we all have a past that we don't want to. Well, we the know, judge. Yeah. I'm not tossing yeah. any stones. You ain't anyway. mind, cause you open up my closet. <laughs> I got a couple of, you know, Ooh. I got a couple of things back up in there. Ooh. They still try to come out, but I keep closing the door on them. <laughs> but like I said, uh, Ray gave him mad props. Uh, he was there actually by his side before he passed away. Uh, great, you know, I'm sure he's probably going to speak at the funeral. It's going to be a lot of people there at the funeral. Uh, obviously, he, 80-something years old. Was it 86, 87? 87 years old. That's, that's a know. great life. Yeah, that, no, he had a tremendous life. Yeah. You know, but I, I believe, to be honest, uh, I still think that he he died a little heartbroken because of the mean-spirited comments that people continue to right. make about his decision to move the team. And he was actually forced to move that team. Now, but he did some great things. Now, we just lost another great, you know, probably died the same way. We talk about Jerry Paterno. I'm sure Joe was heartbroken because Joe, oh. Joe Joe was dealing with some reality. See, we all we don't really know the story, right? But Joe took it to his grave. Yeah, the he, things that he knew, and he knew some things. Yeah, they I, was, no doubt about yeah. that. And he, I, he died with a broken I, I, heart. I wouldn't be way. shocked if you know. No, they ain't gonna call in. Oh, sometimes usually Penn State people call in, but they ain't gonna call in now. They they yeah. seem to be non-existent yeah. now. I can't yeah. get a Penn State person to call in for the save their life. But like I said, uh, my, my prayers go out to the victims as well. Hats off to all those players that actually stayed there uh, and stuck it out. And then they lost to, what, Ohio University? Yeah, they, they, they did. I mean, the fact of the matter is, you know, you come yeah. out and play football, you got to be ready to play <laughs> at all times. You don't never know who might show up. Or, you know. But, they, they, you know, Ohio University they did win 10 games last year. So, so That's I, the MAC. The MAC is, yeah. don't forget, Big Ben is from the MAC. There's some football players. Cause Big Ben is from Ohio University. Yeah, he is. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. So yeah. the big, yeah, the the big, the Mac. Come on, it's Mac. Anything Mac is Mac, right, Mac? There you go. I, I, got I, I ain't going to say <laughs> nothing about that because I, I ain't going to comment on their conference. Uh, like uh, I said, they have some been some good players that come out of there. Uh, big shout out to my man Jamal uh, Jackson, who was on our show a couple years ago, who's now the starting quarterback for Appalachian State. So I got a chance to see him play with his dad, Greg Jackson, in Philadelphia. Oh wow, that's good. Man. Uh, so to see him on TV, he hit me up. He texts me. Uh, you know, make sure I was looking at his game to see a young man we seen two years ago. He was actually wow. on the show in the studio, and now to see him. Uh, his mom was in with. Yeah, cat. Exactly, I remember yeah. that. I yeah. remember. Yeah. yeah. So, so to see Who would have ever known? You never know, because it's, it's not guaranteed. You know, there's too many factors. We know that mm -hmm. you can get hurt. As a matter of fact, I think a kid the other day I watched on TV that's supposed to be the number one recruit. You know, you know, in terms of receiver. Mm -hmm. 
for Alabama, going to Alabama, you know. But uh, and then I watched a kid the other night who got hurt last night. A kid got hurt. The quarterback. He, he, yeah, yeah. He, he hadn't made his decision where he's going to go yet. Right. I don't believe. But but he got hurt. So you know, I'm glad the young man was able to stay healthy and to live out part of his dream. Yeah, yeah. That, like I said, he was so excited, man. And I, I've been knowing Jamal since he was like six years old. Uh, I used to babysit him during the off season. He used to come out and hang out, and to see him mature into a young man, to actually be playing on the big stage. Uh, you know, that, that's what it's all about, man. It's uh, like I said, it's, our time is done uh, to see these young guys uh, perform on TV on Saturdays and Friday nights. Obviously, uh, my job is working with uh, junior rank sports now and going out every weekend, selecting kids to our Simplify All-American game. That'll be uh, January 4th in L.A. on the NFL Network. So I'm excited about that as well. Um, trying to get some Ohio State guys in there. Oh, you're going to get some. The fact of the matter is, listen, you know, sometimes in business, you know, they look for small minority owned businesses. They say they can't find them. If you're looking for some football players, just go to Ohio. You can find oh, them in Ohio. Lord, here we go. You know, that, you can man. find them in Ohio. You know that. Okay. Nick Saban knows that. Now everybody want to. <laughs> you know, Nick got a little Buckeye in him. You know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say it again that he was my coach. And Stephen A. Smith and uh, that other guy. I don't even want to give him no credit on my show. The little guy, uh, right? Uh, that little, I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm ain't, I ain't gonna give him no no love on the show. But you know, to hear them talk about Nick Saban today, talking about he's arrogant, he's this, he's that. Dude is sitting on top of the world, man. He's won two of the last three national championships. He's getting paid like seven to eight million dollars a year. He's at one of the best universities that I feel uh, that you can be at. And then they're gonna say, you know, the way he shouts out at the media. But sometimes as media, they do ask stupid questions. Well, the reality of it is there there is a he's come up through a system. And when he was younger and when he needed the media, I think he was a different person. And as time goes on, you know, some media people you become friends with. I'm sure you remember back in the day, Charles Barkley and, and, and uh, Howard Eskin became, you know, real good yeah, buddies. buddies. You know, but, Howard's don't you know, and, and, still going crazy. And, and, and G. Cobb has some friends on the team as well, you know, and that happens like that. But then there's sometimes there are people in the media that, you know, purposely try to irritate you and ask questions, you know, and, and, and we've seen that. Uh, I know we got a, one of our good friends here, uh, you know, in the studio with us who's a boxer, but but I know some no, boxers. No, a champion. Who, <laughs> you got you to make sure you put that champ. A, a champion. Yeah, it's, it's a difference. A between. champion. And I know <laughs> a champion that was about ready to knock somebody out in the ring for asking the wrong kind of questions, <laughs> you know. So the media will do that. And I, I've had my run-ins too, Mac. I know you had a run-in with somebody too. Um, so you know not, how not really. Can like I can say one thing about, about Philly, um, obviously being the short guy, being the underdog, I guess it was it's just that. It's just that mentality of the whole city. So Howard know? never asked you a question at one time you really thought about taking him out or uh, taking him behind the, no, you know, the stadium you, or something. You know, well, I, I, I learned oh, quickly. Stutter, man. You're a great I learned quickly from Reggie White and all those guys, guys rest his soul and Andre Waters, uh, if you have a bad game or if you don't do too good, don't listen to 610. Don't turn on WIP because they're going to eat you up. The fans are going to eat you up. Well, let's keep and, it real, though, Mac. And Mac. I did. I, after my rookie year when we lost to the Cowboys in the playoffs, uh, they, they took my lunch. I couldn't do anything right. Uh, 24 hours later, people were riding by my house throwing snowballs at my door. Wow. So I had to pack my stuff up real quick, and I learned real fast, like, Philly – that's a whole different beast. So I learned, I learned the well, hard way. <laughs> I, I, well, let me just say this, Mac. I know there were there, those were very few times that that happened. So you know, so you probably do have a lot of good friends <laughs> in the media. Uh, but there, you know, it's, well, you look, Mitch Williams. You know, he throws a oh, whole bunch. So I, you, I don't think they. So still, you know how they the still ain't forgave him. Okay, back so you know how the media. Could I was go. mad at him. Yeah, I was ready to go. You know, I'm like, man, we get to go to more World Series, and this guy, throw, Joe Carter. I would never forget that. Yeah. 
Freaking yeah. joke. Y'all probably remember that too. <laughs> Everybody still remember that. Like, man, you mentioned Mitch. It's like the wild thing. Damn. That's the media. But that, that's the wrong team to blow it in. That's the wrong city. Like, well, it's you can do that and, you know, you, you can be with the Diamondbacks and blow a save and be like, oh, okay. Well, listen, I, do I don't want to change the subject, but you, you're just talking about the media, you know, and there's about to be an example of how cruel the media can be. Uh, pretty soon, because up there in New York, a little bit north of uh, oh. you know Philadelphia, uh, Tim Tebow about to find out. But they love him, though. Yeah, they love him because he's not playing. Wait till he starts uh, playing. He gets more more airtime than any as a starter. But you 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 have to you know how the media is. Again, let's go what people want to hear about. But when it gets bad, somebody gonna find somebody gonna somebody gonna try to catch him slipping, especially well, in New York. There's gonna be some little hot little lady. You know, gonna pull up her little, you know, pull up her little thigh and try. I'm just calling it like it is. It's gonna happen. He's gonna have to come to a point. Sometime he's gonna be like, have to turn something away. Well, he's a human being. I'm sure he's turned something away already. But I mean, what like Herschel that, Walker back that, in the day talking about? He was all swole. He don't lift weights. And does Herschel lift weights? Come on, man. I, I've seen Herschel doing some shrugs in the in the in the, in the weight room. You you saw? Yeah, yeah we saw Herschel. He's like, man, he's like, oh, I'm just working on my my upper body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call him that n word, but, but, but Herschel, did, please. But did man. he did he spend <laughs> but did he spend time in Herschel, the weight room? Herschel, please. But 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 you and I know this. And he had his own room in training camp. We, so you, we 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 all used to plan like we should just bust up in his room. He probably got a a, a, a whole weight set up in. The, but you know, <laughs> so, but there, but but in the hood there was some diesel dudes that never touched the weight. Now, growing up, he was, well, he was a chubby kid growing yeah, up. And then but, all of a sudden, he No, just, there was some diesel dudes that didn't touch a weight at all. I mean, cut, ripped up. That's some never touched down south. That's some down south. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dark, strong, yeah, cornfield. But once yeah. you get into the pros and you're talking about you never lift weights, you don't do. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, that's that's a cup. That's maybe, I, I I never lift. That weight. might there be was a no, cor- I was just yeah. gonna say that might be a corner or yeah, wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. People but, can accept. I go in there and do some shrugs because yeah. you know I need my shoulders. But as far as a running back, yeah, yeah. you got to lift some weight. So you know, Hurst used to talk all that stuff, and he's still he's still fighting. He doing that uh, what are you doing? Some MMA? MMA? Yeah. Herschel, he he don't he doesn't know he's doing MMA. And then he well he has he has some kind of uh. That's what, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't <laughs> know he's doing MMA. Now Herschel, you know, I ain't gonna say anything bad about Herschel. He's gonna he, show up and he's he's probably in in the paperwork. His name's in the paperwork. <laughs> and you know we you know when you think about it now and we used to sit on the plane and he's always talked like Mike Tyson in third person. Like who is he talking to? Like we sitting right here, me and Randall on the plane. He's talking about well, you know Herschel. Hey. And we thinking like. Michael Jackson. Oh, you it's Herschel. Just, it's a different kind of rock, but you know, rock my world. He, he, Herschel been been worked, been rocked a couple times, man. He in the paperwork. His name is there, right above yours, Matt. You For know. the concussion. That's right. That's now, right. now, now, big news about you know coming out of New Orleans. Now, the players that I guess hats off to the NFLPA because they was they was digging, they was digging, and they was fighting. Now, all the Saints players are allowed to play in the first game. Every last every one last of one of those players. Get to play. Now, those guys that went to Green Bay, uh, obviously that young man got cut. Uh, he can't play. But for those guys to be able to play in the first game, that, that, that's, that's a pretty big statement. Yeah, but if you, if you, if you, Vilma, are you going to play in the first game? He ain't played nothing. Are you going to play in the first game? You know how they, listen, now, somebody going to try to get him. You know, him. you might be sucking in the first quarter if you played all preseason. Now, he ain't played at all. Maybe he's down there eating on some of that gumbo. He could be eating on that gumbo, but <laughs> you know how it is when them tackles start coming, them guards start coming. That's a different thing. Maybe he'll come in on third downs, uh, but I, I don't I don't see him coming in. And, and you think playing. he was working out with the champ? You think the champ had him working out? Because, you know, boxing to get you in shape for football. 
when we talk to him, I'm gonna talk about that box, and that's a whole different beast. Yeah, I might champ. You think, I might want to. When I'm trying to get in shape, to see if champ, <laughs> see if champ could get me back in shape. I don't, oh, oh, it's a lost cause, man. I, I oh, say, I, well, you you got to talk oh, to the trainer. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my man, the trainer, he's, he's got to focus on something else. Oh, now, you know, my man, if he's trained, I'm sure he could probably, you know, give you a couple of techniques. Hey, and, man, I hey, yeah, listen. I, 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 that, that's a whole different I've been workout. married 30 years, but homeboy, he cut up. He got it going on over there. So I might have to, <laughs> I might, I'm going to talk to the trainer when we get I, there. I like ribs. And, and I'm sure you're on a, on a regiment right now. You're like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, dog, don't talk about that. I can't even eat that. <laughs> you say what? Oh, you. Um, that's Michelle in the background. For everybody that knows, she was on the show before. Michelle Rosado in the house, bringing out my man Gabe, all the way from Philly. Yeah, man. Coming down to Phoenix. What brings you down to Phoenix? I mean, just just to get away and I mean, get focused. We had a good training camp in Philly. But um, you know, I felt like it was the best, a good mood to like get away the last two weeks, focus, and you know, the heat helped me lose weight. So you know, <laughs> man, come on, man, you can't, you got to do a champ better than that. You know the kind of introduction you get when your show starts. No, you got to get a champ that kind of introduction, well, just, man. We're, we're just talking. Come oh, on. oh, okay. You I'm gonna say, it, man. No, man, okay. I want you to, ha- I want you to have yeah, it. Yeah, I can give him an introduction. Well, I just want to. You threw out working out and all this stuff, so yeah, we got kind of caught up in that. You know how my head is, bro. I, I, I you really gonna use this as I your tape, huh? I, this is gonna be your testimony I'm when we go to court. I'm sending mine in. I'm sending mine in. I'm, let me stop playing with that. You're playing. With my, no, I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna play with that. <laughs> the concussion lawsuit. I ain't gonna play with I'm that. I'm sure there's a lot of guys that's under that, and you know. I'm not gonna play with okay, that. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna leave it alone. So everybody out there, so you don't have commercial break. You just your show. You just man, you be on your show. I huh? just gotta roll with it. You wow. just gotta roll with it. I don't need no commercial. I like this. You like, like we, this. we're the commercial. I like this. You got Michelle in the background. She can talk a little yeah, bit. She can I, be I, our commercial. Like <laughs> <laughs> you want to get on the mic? Michelle's gonna. Michelle's gonna take my. Yeah, when I leave, when you when you take your break, when I leave, Michelle's gonna take my microphone in. All right, we don't take no. Break. We got about, we got about a good forty minutes, so we'll we'll, we'll get it in. We should have to get the football in. Gotta throw that out there. It's opening day. Well, Gotta give well, a little love to my Eagles. Well, well, before, I, before I leave, since you threw that out there, and your Eagles and my Eagles too. My bad. And I'm yeah, sorry. I just I don't want you just to I'm take sorry. claims. You know, and the Chiefs. I gotta rock with the Chiefs too. Red okay, and the Browns. So what do you do? What do you do when the Eagles and the Chiefs play? Because somebody asked me, who am I going to root for? <laughs> so what do you do when that happens? It's like a mother well, sitting they, they up they, when they, Eli and Peyton playing each other. You know. So what do you do when your two teams play? They haven't never played since I retired. Now I actually had a chance to play. You played against the Eagles. I know you took it, it to it the was, house. Yeah, it, you, yeah. Okay. I, I see. I, see I, now I, people from Philly gonna I'm be pissed off. Football. <laughs> you know, fishing out. And I, it, it, was, it was different going into the vet. Obviously, in a different uniform. Uh, like I said, uh, I have nothing but love for people in Philly. I thought I was going to get booed. Now, I really, I was really prepared for it. I was like, man, these people going to boo me. Listen, They're going to throw all kind of crap at if, me. But If you had <laughs> not have been performing, they would boo you. Right. But obviously, you was getting your game on when you were there, so they appreciated you. So I came back, and you know, people gave me a But a you didn't answer my question. Oh, they, but you said they didn't play yet. So if they do play, if they do play who would you? I got to go with Philly because I was the first people that gave me my, my shot. I'm going to give you a better one to go. Because that's what I did when they asked me the question, what I'm going to do. I'm going to wear my Ohio State jersey. Well, I'm always going to roll with the tie. That's yes, a, I know. So, so you, so you stay neutral. That's, that's how you no stay. Brand. That's how you stay neutral. See, because you can't, you can't go against one or the other. Because if you pick the other one, when you go to that other town, yeah, well, well, I you're go to be Philly. In more, I go to Philly more than KC. I, I'm a little more weary about people in Philly than KC. KC, I can get away with it. Philly, nah, brother. 
they'll call you out on the street. You know, <laughs> it'll be somebody call you out on the street, and then you know, then it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, ain't, there's and I ain't trying to scrap with nobody in the street. Dog pound and see, we had seven hundred level back in the day. A lot of people don't know. They might remember, you know. 700 level? Yeah, Gabe might remember 700 level, but 700 level, that, that'll go right with the dog pound. That'll go with the black hole. You know, I think 700 level had it going on back in the day. Now, when you say black hole, make sure you, you kind of, you know, clean it, that up. There might be some people out there, you know, some soul sisters out there thinking, you know, something crazy. Oh, no, we don't do that here. Okay, I just want to make man, sure. Man, come know, on, man. Sure. This is a sports <laughs> I, 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 talk I, 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 show. I just want to make sure. I'm just throwing it out there. Get God. your mind from way saying, down I'm, there. Hey, I got some Shame people, on him. I got some people that's listening that, you know, that got some corrupt minds. You got the wrong Kind of, you from L.A., right? All day. You said that. All uh, day. Okay. Well, we had Yeah. Yeah. I, it was a show before yours. I had to, you know, I think they got a little L.A. in them, too. So, you know, I had to let them know these are PG shows as, as, as you know, doing my job. I got to keep it PG. So. You're right. You're right. So I, de- I definitely appreciate you. Uh, Especially you got all your high school kids listening. Has to stay PG. You're right about that. 13. Yeah. We'll add the 13 to it. How about and, that? And I, I got to throw that out there. To the, uh, prayers go out to that young man in Alabama. Uh, he's one of the top receivers in the country, was just on um, national TV, scored a touchdown, and just got arrested for for rape. So, you know, and and sodomy and all that other, just a whole bunch of stuff. That, now, you get caught in Alabama doing that, uh, it might not be good for old boy. I just, and you talk. The top wide receiver who was just on TV the other day. Yes, he just got arrested for rape. Caught two nice long passes, yes. and one of them he caught the. Over my man, took it to the house, high step to the house. Yes. He just, he's out on $20,000. Uh, First bottom. time that the two Alabama teams ever played each other. They're about 30 miles away from yeah. each other, so 30 minutes. Daphne. Yeah. Wow. Daphne, Alabama. Young man is, that's pretty sad. So, you know, prayers go out to that man. Um, hopefully he can get, I don't, that ain't going to be good. Well, you, <laughs> the fact of the matter, he, he, he needs to get his life. Forget football right now. Maybe. It's his life he needs to work yeah. on. Him and the honey badger. Honey badger need to put that yayo down. But we ain't going to talk about him, though. LSU. LSU? LSU. Yeah. But I definitely appreciate you coming in, sitting in, talking a little bit about the uh, NFL. You guys like are I doing said, a great per- job with the show, man. I, I really appreciate it. And, and, and I want to hear more, uh, of course, about the, all the high school kids that you're working with. Oh, no doubt. We're doing some things here. As a matter of fact, we'll be out, I, I believe, it's at Mesa High tonight. We'll actually be calling those games. Those oh, okay. Games soon be seen on Voice America Sports <laughs> at voiceamerica.tv. And, of course, need to get you out there sometime, Matt, because you need to evaluate because, you know, you're making evaluations. And deci- to, you're making decisions right. on people's lives. So <laughs> these young men need to understand it. They need to know who <laughs> Mark McMillan happens to be because he's making some serious decisions. And we appreciate you and appreciate the show. The champ is here. Champ so it's time, time for me to step away. The champ is here. Michelle, Michelle can step in and fill, uh, fill Ray's uh, seat. Get on. You got to get on the mic. <laughs> what you say? You don't need what? I don't need to talk. Well, you can listen. You can listen in. Sure, you made it happen. <laughs> Sit on down. Get it in. Don't slip. Don't trip. Watch out for that ladder. <laughs> so everybody that's out there listening, uh, I like I said, I know I've been following you on Twitter. I uh, want to welcome uh, the WBO champ, Gabe Rosado, yeah, all the way from Philly. Yep. Uh, so I know uh, Michelle actually, you know, just going back and forth, uh, met Michelle like two years ago. Um, with one of her other boxers, and her knowledge about boxing is, is you guys know more than me, is on a whole different level than, than a lot of females. And, uh, you know, just following your career on Twitter, um, tweeting back and forth, and just seeing some of the followers and some of the stuff that they have to say about you, um, it, it, it's definitely inspiration to me. Like I said, for boxing, 
that's a whole different beast for, for you to step in the ring. Like I say, our sport was a team sport. Yeah. We got 10 other guys that we have to rely on. Obviously, your trainer, um, you know, once he's done with you, you're the only one sitting in that stool, and it's just you and, and that other man uh, uh, going at it toe-to-toe. Obviously, your corner plays a huge role uh, in your preparation and, and, you know, in your insight as well as, uh, you know, during the rounds. But uh, just give the people a, a little bit of insight about, you know, just your upbringing. Everybody knows about the hearts of Philadelphia fighters, but yeah. I, I'm honored to even have you in the, in the, in the studio as well. And I'm excited about your big bout coming up. So just yeah. give people a, just a little insight about your, your upbringing, uh, just coming from Philly and now being the champ. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. You know, well, my upbringing, I grew up in North Philly. You know, uh, tough neighborhood, uh, Puerto Rican parents uh, from Vega Alta, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, and and uh, you know, Philly, man, is is a is a beautiful place to live in. I, I like it, man. You know, um, I grew up in a Spanish community, and um, so I grew up with my roots, my Puerto Rican roots. You know, and uh, you know, at the age of eighteen, I just kind of, you know, um, you know, I want to get involved in something. I wanted to do something with my life, and it was boxing. I went to the gym. That's when I met my trainer, Billy Briscoe. Billy in and, the house. Um, you know, it was it's funny, man. It was like as soon as I entered the gym, um, it was just something about boxing that I knew I knew I was gonna do something with the sport. You know, I knew that um, you know, uh, I just I just loved the sport, and um, you know, we just took off. And you know, right now we're fighting for the um, IBF Eliminator on NBC Sports September 21st, and um, it's for the mandatory for a, a world title against um, K9 uh, for the IBF. Wee. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, yeah, that, that's real big. Uh, like I said, I know um, you know just watching your fights uh, on TV. Obviously, Michelle when she's tweeting it, she's like watching every boxer from Sugar Ray Leonard to <laughs> all those other old school fights. So I know when who's fighting and who's not fighting. Just follow her on Twitter, and you, you'll find out uh, who's fighting. So just I got a chance to see your last fight. Um, I was been I was impressed uh, just to see your passion uh, and. And just to see how excited you was uh, to, to to win the fight, yeah. um, just you know knowing all the hard work, not knowing you know exactly what you had to prepare for. Yeah. How long you been in training for? Um, well, I do eight week training camps. Um, you know, the last fight we actually went away to the wild card gym um, in in Hollywood, L.A. with Freddie Roach. Um, he he welcomed us in uh, into his gym, and uh, you know we was out there for about uh, three and a half weeks. You know, uh, grinding it out. You know, so that's just what we do, man. You know, we do whatever it takes to to be victorious. You know, so if it's go away and get away from our family and our kids, you know, it, you know, we do what we got to do to give them a better life, man. So whatever it takes to win. And that, that you know, I'm sure that's the tough part. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, like a lot of people see you, but they don't understand that you have a family. Yeah, uh, yeah that that's yeah. that's uh, right behind you, 100. percent That you have to actually seclude yourself. Exactly. Uh, and put yourself in a different mind frame. Yeah. Like I say, it's it's easy for us. We go home every day after practice. Yeah. Um, you know, we see our families. We're kind of like tuned out as well. Yeah. But uh, to be a boxer, yeah. uh, I can just only imagine. You know, just going to sit at fights yeah. and seeing guys taking blows. Uh, yeah. that, that's that's it's a dangerous. Whole... <laughs> it's dangerous, you know. And the thing the thing is about training is you know, you're training for a fight, so you're training you're training to go to war. You know, you're gonna bang it out. Unfortunately, guys die in this sport. Right. So it's it's a serious sport, you know. And um, you know, when when you're training, your mindset is is war. So when when you get out the gym, it's hard to turn that switch off. That's why it's kind of good to go away as well, because <laughs> you know people people's always at, people walk up to you and they're like, "You ready?" It's like 
you on that edge. I mean, like you, you on the edge. Like you, you getting so annoyed by these questions that it's like yeah. you about to snap on people. So it's like, well, you know, I won't ask you, are you ready? Why you snapping on me? <laughs> you know, and, and my trainer, my trainer is the same way. You know, um, he he's he grinds with me every day, man. Like this dude is is a tough working man, Billy Briscoe, uh, one of the best in the game. Um, comes from the old school ever, man. So me and him, we grind it out. You know, he's not sitting and telling me, you know, do 10 rounds on the back. You know, he's grinding it out with me, you know, doing the pad works and taking shots too. You Billy, know, you taking shots? Yeah, sometimes, time. sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I miss the pad and, you know, I'll catch him in the ribs and, you know, he got to take some time, <laughs> some time to breathe. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, so it's, it's a grind, man. It definitely is. So you so you're fighting Charles Whitaker, yeah, uh, for for a chance to uh, to get that number one spot, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, can you give us a little insight about your opponent? Well, yeah, Charles Whitaker. You know, he's a guy that you know um, he's not undefeated man, but he he hasn't lost since 2004. Mm-hmm. You know, so he has a winning mentality. You know, he's been on a winning streak. Um, so I'm definitely not taking him lightly. You know, this is a fight where it's all or nothing for him. You know. Um, is a chance of a lifetime, you know, to uh, get that number one spot for the world title, you know. So um, it's why I came out here to get focused. You know, I'm not sleeping on him at all. I'm not looking past him. So, you know, um, he, he's he's a he, he's a tall guy. He has a good right hand, mm-hmm. you know, when he's gamed, you know. So he, he may not be the most talented guy, man, but sometimes, you know, those guys that are just gamed and have that will to win right. are, you know, they're the toughest guys to fight, so I'm definitely not taking them lightly. So I'm sure you watched a lot of tape on them, or no? Well, you know, I I, I I look at some clips, and, you know, I like to look at what he does good and, you know, his mistakes and things, but I really don't stay, you know, tuned in, like, you know, for hours, you know, studying film. You know, Billy, he'll he'll um, he'll um watch a little more uh, tape than I do, but then he'll break it down to me during camp. I get kind of bored watching tape right. all the time with the same guy, like, you know, so, so Billy, what, what what's the what's the outcome, man? I, I, is your boy gonna go in there and smash him or what? Because you know I know he's got to say some things that's got to be politi- politically correct, but you know I'm saying that's your guy. You know what is what is the outcome? Uh, you know give it give us some of the some of the strength and some of the some of the things that you're looking for from your fighter uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, well, I definitely think you know we're gonna win. I mean we're not you know underestimating this man by any by any stretch of the imagination. We know he's coming to fight like like Gabby was saying. The guy's game, man. You know come to fight, good puncher. But at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> it comes down to it. When you plan, you fight, and you fight your plan. But if all fails, you make the adjustments. And Gabby makes adjustments better than 95%, 90, 98% of the people in boxing, you know. Because this guy, you know, like I said, I don't really want to take, you know, don't really want to sell the man short, but he's coming to our world. And, he, you know, we're going to serve him. You know what I mean? We don't and that, that's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> you know, I, like I said, I know, I know the box, you got to be, you know, a little bit. That, that's why yeah. he's going to get served. You know, yeah, back, we, bottom line, yeah. you know, it is what it is. <laughs> and the fight, the fight's back in our hometown as well. Right. So, you know, we got, you know, is in Bethlehem, PA, which is about an hour and 20 minutes from Philly. So, right. you know, everybody from North Philly's heading out there. And uh, it's going to be oh, packed, man. So it's, it's going to be a home crowd. Yeah, it's a home, yeah, so... <laughs> It's you gonna know, be nuts. Yeah, yeah, it definitely <laughs> is. It definitely is. So you know, like I said, it's uh, back back in your hometown. Uh, like I said, it's only a, a hour drive, hour yeah. and a half down. Was it ninety five? Yeah. Down down ninety five. No three three oh nine. Three oh nine. Yep yep. So if you're out there in Philly. If you're looking to see a good fight, make yeah. sure you go check out my man. At the Sands, at the Sands Casino. At the Sands Casino. Uh, uh, it'll be on NBC Sports as well, right? Yep. So I'm excited about that. We, we having a fight party? 
I'm gonna be there. Oh, you gonna be there? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'm about ninety five percent sure I'm gonna be there unless something comes up out here. Oh, that's gonna be a man. You get all the perks. You get all the perks. That's that's gonna be live though. You know, obviously uh I got a chance. I know we're talking a little bit uh, off the air about the Blue Horizon, uh, and we're talking about uh, God rest his soul. Rob Murray uh, was one of the guys that kind of introduced me into uh, a lot of the boxers uh, back in Philly. Uh, I had a chance to uh, actually where I met Bernard Hopkins was in Greaterford Prison. Oh, yeah. uh, me and uh, Randall was doing a, a, a show, and uh, somebody needs to turn their mic. What? You talking about Billy? Number three? Who's number three? Was that Michelle? Oh, don't be, don't be coming into my show. I my guess it was me, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just messing with you, man. So, yeah, I know, uh, like I said, I got a chance to meet Bernard uh, in Greaterford Prison. And uh, Rob Murray came. He's like, hey, man, there's, there's this young guy, Bernard Hopkins. He's in jail. He's going to come out. Uh, he's going to be the, uh, the champion of the world. And we're thinking, like, man, this dude's locked up. <laughs> so, he, you know, he comes up. So after, you know, after the show, he's like, oh, Randall and Mark, you know, I watch you guys play. I'm big fans of you guys. I'm from Philly. And we're thinking, like, yeah, okay, uh, we go check your fight out. So, you know, he comes in with the big buff. The buff dudes all oiled up yeah, uh, yeah. with the executioner execution, ma- yeah. mask execution on. And, mask, yeah. uh, I was talking to Byron Edmonds, who, uh, who was with us in Philly as well. I was like, man, B, we got to go check this guy out. You know, everybody's saying he's going to be, the, be the, next, uh, the next champ. So he goes in, and, man, he's, he's like, knocking dudes out mm. week in and week out. And I'm like, man, this dude, he, he might be on to something. And mm. then, uh, obviously, uh, years later, uh, end mm. up being, you know, one of, the, one of the best champions to ever uh, be in the fight game and just happens to be from Philly. So... Mm. Um, have yeah, you had actually, any action with Bernard? I actually did um, five training camps with Bernard Hopkins. I've how, been in five training camps. How was that? Man, it's uh, one of the best things, you know, in my career. You know, um, Bernard Hopkins was, you know, he knows so much about the sport, man. And he taught me a lot, man. There was a lot of things that I, I learned from Bernard Hopkins that I mm. that I add to my game. Um, you know, his boxing IQ, you know, the mental um, aspect of the game. You know, boxing is all mental, man. And uh, mm. Bernard, you know, he taught me that aspect. You know, and you know, just just the way to set guys up for shots. You know, and um, and uh, I I've been in training camp with him for um, I think it was uh, Kawasaki, mm-hmm. um, Chad, um, and uh, Kelly Pavlik, which I think was his best one ever. You know, because uh, he was what 41 at the time. Yeah. And um, you know, Kelly Pavlik was a killer at that <laughs> yeah, time. You know. Was. And um, you know, so I got to do that that training camp with him, man, and I just learned a lot from Bernard, man. So B Hop, big yeah. shout out to B Hop out there in Philly, uh, paving the way for uh, young fighters. It's like Gabe is now, uh, you know, should be another champ in Philly real soon in a couple of weeks. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I, I'm sure that the crowd's going to be electric. Um, like I said, to be fighting, uh, you know, just coming from your upbringing, and now you're on national TV. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, we've been on that level. Um, you you really don't understand, you know, you really don't, you focus out on the cameras because yeah. you got, obviously, you got an opponent in front of you, but uh, leading up to the fight, it's got to be, uh, you know, a testament to you, to your family, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, to your trainer as well, uh, to put you in a position uh, to showcase your talents across yeah. the world. So I, I'm excited. So yeah. if you're out there listening, man, make sure you guys tune into the fights. A great young man. Uh, like I said, uh, anytime that you can put yourself in a ring mm-hmm. and knowing that you're going to get hit, <laughs> uh, there are some games and, you know, we, we go out on the fields like, you know, we knew we had to make a tackle, but uh, I wasn't the biggest guy, so I really mm-hmm. wasn't out there trying to knock anybody out. <laughs> but uh, being a boxer, um, you know, that, that takes a whole different mentality. Like you said, it's it's a mental thing. And yeah. uh, I can just imagine, you know, 
getting hit with a good shot yeah. and, uh, you know, being able to keep your cool, you yeah. know, because, you know, on the street, if you get hit in the face, you know, you want to yeah. just, just you know, go you wild. Just, you got to have that. You got to have you got to have a poker face, man. You know, I've, I've been hit with some shots where, you know, I got a pretty good poker face, man. And uh, I remember one time uh, Saul Roman, a Mexican fighter, probably one of the toughest fights in my career. Uh, he caught me with a shot. It was, in, it was in, the, in the ninth round. And we was going through war, man. I, I ended up getting nine stitches in that fight. He got 15. Wow. Yeah. It was and, getting uh, it in. It was getting it in. <laughs> and that was one of those fights where, that was one of those fights where, you know, I, I won off just pure will, you know. I didn't quit. But um, I remember him hitting me with a shot where the back of my head went numb. <laughs> and Ooh. it was like, it felt like a bunch of needles. Just like, I was not, I was like, man, I, I got on my toes. Cause I was like, man, he catched me with one more. I don't know. <laughs> you know? So I got on my toes. And, uh, you know, I came back with, with a strong 10th round, to, uh, to put a win, man. But, uh, you know, it's just, you know, it's crazy. You know, I, I've, my, the right side of my face has went numb before. You know, where I couldn't feel it for about six months. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, you know, your nerve, you know, you get hit with a shot and it just shocks your nerve. Yeah, man, you know, it's crazy. Your eye twitches. It's crazy, yeah. man, you know. So, um. The boxing game. Yeah. No you know, people, <laughs> yeah. people, people, you know, people look at the, they look at the, they look at the glamour side of it, man, but it's like, you know, it's tough, man, you know, ribs, fractured things, you know, I, I've, I've had injuries, man, but, you know, you got to be tough, you know. So and that you know, like when you when you said about the glamour side of it, everybody knows about uh, obviously uh, Floyd Mayweather. They see uh, the glitz, the glamour, yeah. uh, the lights, the actions, the camera. Uh, but you know, um, everybody knows the guy works out like a beast. Yeah. You know, he yeah. you know he, he's a, he's a pro at what he does. Yeah. Uh, he's excellent at his craft. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, if you're going to talk to talk, you got to be able to you oh, know, yeah, back exactly. it up as well. So. You know. Probably one of the best in the game as far as talking to talk, yeah, yeah. and then going out there and actually uh, putting it to putting it to uh, putting it to use as yeah. you know you can go back to Ali who exactly. you know raised the whole game up to another level by just talking and you know made himself a lot of money, made other boxers a lot of money as yeah. well. Um, is, is there any uh, brash talking that you ever do before the fight? Uh, you know, it, it, I, I never try. I, I mean, it's not nothing that I think about. <laughs> it's just a natural thing. You know, if something comes up, I do speak my mind. You know, I don't hold back or whatever. You know, Billy's a good trash talker as well. Billy, you, know, you Billy get it got, in? Billy got some talk game. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I can rap a little bit. You know, when you're from North Philly, you're going to have some talk game. You got to have know, a talk game. You know, you're on the basketball court playing ball with your boys or whatever. You know how it is. But, you might not be that good, but, you know, at least you're going to yeah, talk a good game. Billy got a good talk game. Billy. So, Billy, you, you seem like to be the man that, you know, uh, if a trainer or somebody else tried to attack your fighter, obviously you, he can't fight the battle for himself. Uh, he's got to prepare for something else. Uh, you seem to be the guy that you know to, to kind of get it in a little bit on the side. Yeah, a little something, you know. <laughs> Maybe, you know. <laughs> and you got to have a guy like that. Like I said, uh, obviously uh, you I guys. Mean, we come to- together and we leave together. This is the way it is. You know what I mean? And that's like I said. That's uh, you know, and anywhere we're at, if we go, you know, we we don't go into clubs because we're in training camp. But if we go in there, we come together, <laughs> we leave together. <laughs> No, you can't be going you know, to club while you're training. You know, we be in a we be in a ring. Do want some work? Then you know it is what it is. Yeah, I be knocked the boy out, knocked the boy out. Team is out. I'll be two and zero that night. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> My hand probably broke, but that's okay. You Tape it up, pull the ice. Tape on it up, be alright. <laughs> so that's that's. I'm a cup man, so I can stop my own bleeding. I'm alright. 
you got to if I cut myself, I got to go get some near, near a sporn. Obviously, you know what you know. You, yeah. know, you can get it in, dude. Adrenaline chloride direct pressure works wonders. <laughs> <laughs> works wonders. So, like I said, uh, give everybody the date again, uh, the fight where they can tune in at. Give everybody, you know, your Twitter. Yeah. Uh, let everybody know they can follow you as well. Yeah, no doubt. You know, the fight's uh, September 21st um, on NBC Sports. It'll be in Bethlehem, PA at the Sands Casino. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at King Gob Rosado. And um, on Facebook, uh, King Gabriel Rosado. And if you're following me, uh, I'll be I'll be tweeting him as well. If you can't find his Twitter handle, I'll make sure to shoot that out as well. I've been tweeting the last couple of days. Um, I know you have a, a, a training session. What is it this this Tuesday? What Open is it? What Media it? Open right Media Day is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And where is that going to be at? At the Salvation Army Cronk Center. <laughs> Salvation. Kronk. Croc Center. The croc, what did you say? Croc Center? Croc. <laughs> we don't want a man who's sure to get mad at right, right. <laughs> right. 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 Oh, it's, uh, it's the Croc Center, a new facility in South Phoenix on 13th Street and Broadway. 13th Street and Broadway. and this South is Side. This Tuesday. Yes. I'll, I'll be there. Uh, talk to other uh, my man, Ed. Uh, he's from Pros of Preps. He's uh, another media guy. Uh, he's going to be out there probably doing a couple of interviews as well. He's a local guy from Phoenix. Uh, so so we'll be out there to support. Uh, obviously, you have you have food too, right? We're gonna have free food catered like, oh. <laughs> for all of the media. It is open to the public, but the media gets to eat. Do I need but a we do encourage everyone to come out, take pictures, interview, video. You know, just get to know him, get to meet him, say hi, watch how he trains. It's a little different than the style out here, so they're kind of putting people on to new. Stuff out here. So, Just are you going to actually be training? Doing yeah, a little yeah. Train yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Work see that. yeah oh, you yeah, got to no see these. Yeah, I got, I got to get that. I got to see that. No doubt. No, we, I mean, we're going to put a nice show for people. Yeah, yeah, they use the the foam sticks. Oh, I thought it was just yeah. going to be some. I didn't know you was going to actually put them in and oh, you know yeah, get, yeah. On, get oh, on the bag and all that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm there. I'm gonna bring myself work out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not working out. I'm gonna watch him work out. <laughs> I'll watch him work out. Take pictures. I'll, you know, maybe I throw a little water on my face, like like I did a round or two. But I, I you know, like I said, I've never, like I said, I've uh, seen Bernard and those guys work out. Um, I've never really seen guys here train in in, uh, in Phoenix. So I'm sure uh, that that you know that's something that you can probably bring. And obviously, you know, you just coming here to Phoenix anyway uh, is big, just for not only for Phoenix. Uh, but for you as well to just show the people like you know you're just not some guy that's just sitting back and, yeah. uh, and and sitting on his glory, but actually going out and touching your fans because yeah. uh, you know these are the people that's going to be paying the tickets. Oh, exactly. These are people yep. that's going to be tuning in to the to the fight game. Uh, people that's going to be tuning in because everybody's not a boxer fan. Yeah. Everybody's yeah, they see boxing, they's like oh you know this guy's a bum or they yeah. see this fight. For you to actually go out and uh, and touch these people and say yeah this guy is real, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and then when they see you on TV. You know, they're going to be that much excited, like, yeah. oh, man, I remember this guy came to Phoenix. You know, yeah. we took a picture with him. We see him work out. Yeah. Uh, now he's a champ. And, you know, that's, yeah. you know, that's how you, you, know, you market yourself, obviously. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the name of the game. And, uh, like I said, uh, being in that boxing game, I, you know, I'm not a boxing connoisseur, but I can just, uh, uh, you know, just see some of the shots that people take at mm-hmm. boxing as a whole, as a sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so to see, uh, you know, a young man that's doing something positive came up, uh, you know, you wasn't spoon fed, yeah. you know, you actually, you know, you earned your yeah. keep. So, you know, exactly. like I said, uh, people in Philly, I got, I always say that, man, people back East or people in Philly understand that, uh, the most. So you'll probably feel that electricity once you, mm. yeah, man, I can't wait. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. And, 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 you know, for the people that's going to tune in, you know, like, the type of fight that I'm gonna give is just is gonna be entertaining. You know, I'm never I'm never in a fight where where it's a boring fight, man. You know, I come to fight, um, and at the end of the day is entertainment, man. So 
you know, I'm not fighting just to win. I, I like to entertain the crowd, man. And I'm going for the knockout. You know, um, I'm not, you know, <laughs> I, I, I never predict, um, predict a fight, man. But um, I, I said this fight won't go past the six. You know, because that's the type of statement I want to make. And uh, how many rounds is it? It's 12, 12. rounds. Ooh. But um, So he got I, half. I, yeah, I said the fight <laughs> won't go past six, you know. So he cutting them in half. Yeah. We get paid flat rate. So I, I got to make sure I get my tasty cakes. Yeah. I know you're going to smile right now. <laughs> make sure I get my tasty cakes on early. You know, he said six rounds. So yeah. uh, I'm not I'm not going to hold you to six rounds. If you knock him out on six rounds, I'll be on the next show. I'll be like, I told you he's going to knock him out in six rounds. <laughs> no, you know, I'm, I'm going to come str- strong at him, you know. I'm, I'm in shape to, to bang it out every round, you know, so um, I got confidence in that, man. And it's definitely, you know, it's definitely going to be a, a war and it's going to be a great fight for the fans. Man, if I was on the other end, like I said, he's kind of calm, cool, and you know, collective with it. But if I'm that other guy, you know, just, just knowing, like I say, I, I, I reap on it and I harp on it, just the, the mentality of a Philly fighter <laughs> is, is, is different. It's, it's different. The mentality different. is different. And I'm, I'm sure this guy uh, coming into your this is your backyard. Yeah, he kind of he's trying yeah, to take your food. He's coming from the Cayman Islands. Yeah, he's trying to take your he food. Got, he got he got a squad coming with him too. I think the president, <laughs> the president of the Cayman Islands, the premier, the premier of the Cayman Islands coming to see. Well, I ain't never been to the Cayman Islands, <laughs> and, I, and I do plan on going there. But uh, yeah. I'm hoping my man uh, send y'all back. You know, you know, back on the beach. They got beaches in over there in the Caymans, right? It's all nice. Yeah, yeah. it ain't nice in South Philly. Yeah. Yeah, hey, ain't no, no island. <laughs> yeah, North Philly's tough, man. Yeah, you know, I yeah. think that's what makes the uh, Philly fighters so, you know, so tough, man. Especially when when you go to a Philly gym, you know, guys don't know how to work. Nobody works. Gym Nobody's wars. nobody. It's gym wars, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you go. I, I train other places, and you see guys sparring. They actually work. Um, Philly, man, is like. You'll be sparring with your boy, and y'all want to kill each other. <laughs> you, you, know, you and your boy, you know, you rock his top. Y'all be like, all right, take like a five-second break, and you just, you know, get it popping again. So that's that's Philly boxing, man. You know, dudes go to war, man. So, um, you know, that's why we just have that type of mentality, well, man. We need, we need to send our boy back to the Cayman Islands. Uh, you yeah. know, if you're in the crowd, throw him some Tasty Cakes. You know, <laughs> give him a cheesesteak on his way out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, appreciate you coming out and, uh, you know, you being a little appetizer for my man, but you know, obviously you got bigger uh, and, and better plans. You know, yeah. not just looking for this fight, but you, uh, you know, obviously you don't want to look past any opponent. Exactly. But you're, you know, you're trying to get the belts. Exactly. You know, you're trying, yeah. trying to be that guy. He's standing you wanna... in our way, he got to go. You know what I mean? That's the bottom line. <laughs> standing in the way, he got to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't nothing personal. This is this business. And, yeah. I, and if, if I wish I had some Cayman Island, I wish I knew a, a number to somebody in the Cayman Island. Yeah, I wish I had so the president. I. I wish you I had the premier. <laughs> Don't even get on the plane, pop. Won't be worth it. You about to see your man get his shit split. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, now, why you, now you wait till the show. We got eight minutes. Now you want to get all hype. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, now you want to get all I let everybody else speak. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, uh, uh, this this Tuesday, what time again, Michelle? Let everybody know that they can come out. I'll put it on Facebook. I'll tweet it as well to try to get as many people out there as well. I'll try to uh, reach out to some of the local uh, news stations as well uh, to try to get those guys out there. Uh, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll continue to talk about the fight. Uh, if you guys back in Philly, if you guys want to call in, you're more than welcome to call in before. Obviously, you know, I don't know what kind of mentality yeah. or uh, what you're thinking about before the fight? Maybe you know your man Billy. You know I'm, Billy ain't short for words. Billy can call no. in. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. can call in. Let everybody know. Uh, you know what's going on. Uh, the preparation up to the fight. Uh, like I said, we've got a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, on NBC Sports, uh, you can see that, and everybody's got NBC Sports. Yeah. You know, every, so it ain't like you. Uh, you got to have uh, you know a big antenna sitting on top of your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody can tune in. So yeah. I, I'll definitely be there. 
uh, tune. I'll be there Tuesday too, because you know. Food, because you want free food. No, I want to. I want to go see my man Trey. Like so I've mm-hmm. never, you know, I've never seen a guy, uh, you know, go to train, work. go to work like that. Like mm-hmm. so I seen B Hop and all those guys. Uh, like I said, that was a different story. And you know, he did obviously say, "Hey, you want to get in the ring?" I was like, "Dude, you must be crazy." <laughs> You're in for a surprise. And everybody else that comes out uh, to check out my man. Uh, I'm gonna say my man. Check out the champ. You know that's big. You know because mm-hmm. the guy is a challenger. Mm-hmm. You know he. he you know well, well, he's he's actually he actually has a title of his own. He has the um the USBA title. Oh, you got to get that. Yeah. So if you win, yeah. that's that's you. Well, well, we're fighting for the number one spot. So really, you know, um, you know he go, you know the title really doesn't mean nothing. Is is the number one spot that we're fighting for? So he can so keep that little. Yeah, he so he can that. hold on to that. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that, that now you heard if you're over in the Cayman Islands, you know you're gonna go back with something. We're actually going to go back with a whole lot. Hopefully, you know, go back with some lumps and bumps upside your head mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, let everybody know in the Cayman Islands. So when you go back to the island or something, he'd be like, yo, man, I'm going to treat this guy nice. Mm-hmm. Make sure you look out for my man Gabe, the champ. You know, he put them things on me. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe he might not want to, you know, see you on the island. You know, he might be like, yo, man, I'll invite this guy over mm-hmm. here. But, uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully everybody in Philly will come out in bunches. Like I said, I know they will be. Um, sh- man, I'm thinking like, man, is there a way that I can get down there? That's you know that, that that's hype. Man. I've been to a couple likes. I've been to fights in the Blue Horizon. I got a chance to see uh, Pernell Whitaker fight. Uh, that's where I cut ago. my teeth in the Blue. Learned my craft there. That's uh, the Blue. That was a different. But it's, it's beer and hot Gladiator dogs. Gladiator Dome. Yeah, it's beer, hot dogs, and heat. Yeah. That, that's all. This old yeah. church just <laughs> it's gangster. Yeah. <laughs> it's you like, see dudes come from out of town. They see this. They like. In the blue, like yeah, pop you in the blue. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> then you see him like, you know, they come to the room. Mazzato, you're next. We ready? Other dudes like, <laughs> he looking like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pop, this is the real deal. <laughs> this ain't no sweet Vegas and no casino ballroom. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, blood, sweat, and tears. It's yeah. definitely on top. Uh, the fans are right there on fans you. Fans like looking down it. on you, talking shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? Giving you instruction. Move your freaking head. Do the job. Yeah, that's like you know, it. Uh, is the blue still? Is it still in existence? It's in existence, but it's been closed down. I think um, Ms. Michaels had some kind of um, revenue problems with the tax bureau or something to that. Man, effect. that was like I said, that was my first experience actually with boxing and just to be on top of it. You know, I came in there dry and I left out like soaking wet because it was I'm just right. hot. It's like yeah. one way in, one in way the, out. In the summer, it's like 150 degrees, and the winter is like 32 degrees. <laughs> you know, in between fights, one you go to the next. You yeah. go to that little patio where they got the doors open up yeah. in the back and try to get mm. some fresh air. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Besides that, uh, you know, you, you ain't getting no air in there. So, like I said, once again, we'd like to uh, appreciate you coming on. The champ, my man Gabe Rosado from Philly, is in the house. He'll be training uh, this uh, this Tuesday. I'm not going to say, I was getting ready to say the... Uh, Crocs. Yeah, I was, the getting Crocs ready, I, was, I was getting ready to say the other one as, as well. And my man Stewart was like, yo, hmm. you can't be stealing my name, man. So, yeah. so we'll, be, we'll be out there. <clears throat> uh, come check my man out. He'll be hitting the bag. If you've never seen a, a guy work the bag, if you've never seen a champ, Work the bag. I gotta make sure I keep putting that on there because that you know that's that's big. You know you obviously work for that name uh, to have champ in front of your in front of your name. So I'm I'm excited to come out there and check you out. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of guys, local guys, any local guys out there that's gonna be coming out. Fighters. Yeah, Emilio yeah, will be there. You Me met Emilio. Yeah, and Victor Castro is supposed to be there. They're just all gonna come and show support. We've got about 30 different media members that have already confirmed. Everybody out here is hype, excited. You know that someone of his caliber would come out here and choose Phoenix to train, which for many years I have said that Phoenix should be a destination for fighters to come to and do their training camp because it is peaceful, it's quiet, the weather's good, and, you know, hopefully this will be the start of more boxers wanting to come here and train. You setting the paveway. 
Yeah, you, you said you no, said it's, no. a, it's a perfect place to do camp, man. It definitely is. You know, it's peace, it's peaceful. The weather's great, man. So nice climate. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. So now, so you guys, game. yeah, you guys are. You know, it's yeah. like it's all, I guess it's almost like a golfer. He's worried about the climate, the weather. Yeah. Uh, for a boxer, what do you know when you're looking for somewhere to train? Uh, what are the main things that you're looking for uh, as far as being, you know, being obviously being away just so you can focus? Yeah, well, the main thing is, you know, you 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 want to make sure you got good sparring wherever it is that you're going, and Definitely. you know. Um, the guys over here, man, it's good work. You know, they're game. They're gamed and they come to fight, and they, you know, they're good fighters. You know, so that's that's the main thing. You know, you want to make sure you got good work and that the gyms are good. And um, you know, from what we've seen so far, man, it's really been good. And um, so it's great, man. It's it's, it's like you know, it's working out perfect right now. Sparring, I, you know, when you say that, obviously you got to get some guys in there. Is there guys that you pick? How does that how does that work for you guys to choose who you're going to spar with? Well, usually we try to get a guy that can, that's similar to the guy we're fighting, like to emulate. Like if we're fighting a guy six foot one, we like to get a guy six foot one, right-handed, uses the jab, pretty decent right hand, you know, so we can kind of work on the game plan that we already formulated. But sometimes we're not lucky lucky enough. Like when we were in the wild card, Freddie, great guy, man, but uh, he didn't have access to the guys we needed. So Gabby and me, we're, we're from the old school. We use what we have in front of us to the best of our ability. So if the guy might, maybe he's not. As good as you would well, like him to be, then what he's used that he'll fold the jab, we'll work on it. But instead of in timing it, we'll just see it in, you know, we'll time it, we won't count it, we'll see it in our eye. You know, we fame you, man, you over there, count, man. You know, he, he so we, use, we use a lot of different, different <laughs> we use the best of, you know, the work to the best of our ability. You know, we try to abstract what we can because. I guess, man, shout out to, you know, you got to get a props to the guys <laughs> that you're sparring with because those guys yeah. are you, oh, you're yeah, banging them on. dudes. <laughs> well, you know, I, I like the work, though. I like the work. I really don't go. Yeah, I really Gabby don't, never kills the <clears> I never, unless unless the guy wants to bang it out and he's like trying to take my top <laughs> off. But other than that, man, I like the work. And I just like, you know, it's like Bernard. I learned that from Bernard, you know, before, before. Before I used to try to go for a guy's top and you yeah, know try, to, try to, kill to kill him. Yeah, but you know I, I saw like the Bernard. Bernard, he's um he's the type of guy that he just works on things. You know, mm -hmm. one day he'll just work on the hook, the counter hook, and then the next day he'll come and work with the, you know, work the body shots and he'll switch it up. So you know you always get a different look from Bernard. So that's what I like to do, man. When I'm sparring, you know, one day I just probably want to work on my jab and I just switch it up like that. Another little key that I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just thinking you just go in there and it's like, man, the guy that you're sparring with, yeah. you know, is this guy in there trying to take, like you say, is he trying to take your top off? Like, you know, yeah. is there, if he hits A lot you, of them, they try to, you know, they try to steal their shine. Yeah. They try to steal a little bit of Gabby shine, you know, like, oh, man, I got off on him in the gym. Yeah, but, you know, he's, he's working with you. Like Bernard, Bernard's legendary status. He don't ever really try to kill nobody. Like Gabby said, if he's working on something, he's working on it. Mm -hmm. You know, because he's trying to hone that tool. You know that he's going to use it. Might not let, and, and then it's going to count, count in the fight. Yeah, I might throw the left hook <laughs> against you, and you might get away from it. But I keep working it, keep working. It won't land on you, but it's going to land on the guy that we're fighting. You right. Know? So we just work it. And, but you know, sometimes guys, you know, they want to try to prove a point and go hard, like, yeah, this is my gym, and da da da. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. You know, you guys, got that. <laughs> and then a lot of times, guy, he'll he'll hit a dude, and he'll feel the, he'll feel him out here, know that. This guy is not on a level to really withstand the onslaught that he's about to, you know, put on him. <laughs> so, he'll, so he'll back up and carry him and just keep him honest, you know, tap him once in a while just to let him know, like, you know, I'm the boss here, you know. Right. And it's things like that. And that's Like I said, we got about uh, 30 seconds that we got to wrap up. Like I said, I I'm excited, man. I definitely appreciate you uh, coming into the studio and, uh, you know, gracing us with your presence. Like I said, uh, get, you know, looking forward to the fight. Uh, be on NBC Sports and uh, was it so 20? 
The 21st? 21st. So summer. September the 21st, make sure you check out my man Gabe Rosado on NBC Sports going for that number one spot. Like yeah. he said, he put it you know, he put it kind of mildly, but he said like it is. He ain't trying mm-hmm. to, you know, old boy can go back with his little stink belt. <laughs> you know, he's trying, he trying, he trying to get that number one spot. You know what I'm saying? You know, belts is cool. They're going to come with the, you know, with the territory, but you can go, you can have your little bio. You can go back to the Cayman Islands and, and drink your Mai Tais or, you know, sip on your coconuts. But <laughs> my man, you know, he's, try, he's trying to eat. He's trying to eat. He's trying to get that number one spot. So, Appreciate you being in. Appreciate Michelle bringing them in as well. Appreciate the trainer coming on in, man. Like I said, I'm excited to see you guys uh, next Tuesday. I'll come out there and support you guys. I'll bring my son out. Uh, hope you can take a picture with my little dude, yeah, man, and uh, I'll, I'll put him in front of the TV and uh, <laughs> and check him, check him, you know, let him check you out as well. Yeah. He's uh, he's you know, connoisseur of all sports, but I got to get up out of here. I got to go actually see my son playing his uh, first hoop game tonight. So, son, pops is coming to check you out. You got the Jordans unlocked. Everything is good. We're getting ready to get it in. So everybody out there, all the high school guys out there that's got your game tonight, peace and love. If you're out there drinking and driving, make sure you get yourself a driver. Holler back at your board. It's your boy, Mark McDillon. I'm out. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. That's another show. Thanks again for joining Mark McMillan and Byron Evans for Hard Hitting Radio. Come back and we'll do it again next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up. We some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans. We give you for reason to tune in every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving. If he's pushing Phoenix, we'll bring in the cutting edge. What is the worst season? Phoenix are long. Show them how it's done. We're wrong. Most of the sports got